Welcome to Abide's Sleep Meditations. I'm Tyler Boss, and I'm continually encouraged night after night to remain in my Creator, which in turn has helped me to grow in so many ways, even as I sleep. And I hope you find that same encouragement as well as you listen. And you can have full access to all our sleep stories, commercial free. Just text the word ABIDE to 22433 for 25% off the Abide app. Just text ABIDE to 22433. Now, relax your mind and body as we hear tonight's sleep story. Good evening. I am so glad you've joined me for this Abide Bedtime Story titled Old Made New. Tonight you will explore a place where old things become new again. A place of restoration and repurpose. Tonight is a visit to an old antique store. As you admire the variety of items and wonder about their value and origin, you will be reminded of the ways in which God restores and repurposes throughout the lives of the saints. This day has come to a close, and it's time to rest. Set aside any worries or concerns that you are carrying from your day, and take this opportunity to slow down as you prepare to sleep. Close your eyes and take a slow, deep breath. Let your body relax as you find a comfortable position. Express your gratitude to God for another day of life and another night of peaceful rest. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for being with me through another day. And thank you for the gift of sleep. Help me to see that even when things are hard or when I seem to have lost purpose, that you haven't given up. There is value yet to be found as you bring newness to my life. I ask you to bring me peace as I sleep. Help me to fully trust in you. Amen. So, even to old age and gray hairs, oh God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. Imagine waking up early on a Saturday morning. As your eyes open unhurriedly, you take a slow, deep breath, breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. You point and flex your toes, enjoying the stretch before beginning your day. You feel rested and refreshed after a good night's rest. Instead of your usual list of chores and errands, you have the whole day to adventure, explore, and enjoy. And you know exactly where you want to go. For months, you've driven past an old antique store just outside of town, but you've never had the time to stop. You decide today is the day, so you grab your keys, 
And just before heading out the door, you turn back to grab some cash from the jar on the edge of the counter, just in case you find something you love. You drive to the antique store with your windows down, enjoying a breezy fall day. The morning sun is rising and bringing with it an autumn warmth that perfectly balances the coolness of the morning. As you pull in, you notice just a few cars in the small lot. The sun is bright in the sky and you feel the warmth on your skin as you walk toward the entrance. You climb the few small steps up the porch, hearing them creak below your feet. The store looks to be an old house that has been turned into a shop. And the wraparound porch is quaintly covered with little tables and shelves, offering a glimpse of the array of knickknacks you will likely find inside. You pause on the porch and take a moment to admire the different pieces of furniture displayed. There is a tall white wicker dresser near the door. You reach your hand out to touch the wicker, noticing a few places where the weaving is particularly worn. Even still, it's lovely. After perusing a few minutes, you head inside. A bell hangs right inside the door, and as you walk in, you hear its lively jingle. There's a small counter by the door on your left, and a white-haired woman sitting behind it greets you with a kind smile and says, Good morning. I'm glad you're here. My name is Ruth, if you have any questions. You thank her and begin to look around. The store smells just as you would imagine, like an old bookstore or your grandparents' basement. It's rustic and dusty in a sentimental, simplistic way. The wood paneling along the walls adds to the nostalgic feel of the space. The lighting is dimmer than most places you would normally shop, and you look up to notice half a dozen or so unique light fixtures hanging from the ceiling offering light to the lovely little store. You smile as you look at the lights, delighted by the eclectic design of this little shop. As you pause for a moment, you take them in. You see that some are chandelier-like, beautiful and ornate, with gems that dangle, while others are more standard flush lights. You notice one particular light fixture mounted in the front room. It's larger than the others, and it has a beautiful stained glass dome. It's almost three feet in diameter, and the edges of the domes are bronze, with what looks like a gold streaming ribbon along the bottom. Right above the bronze begins the design of the lamp, which, as you look closer, you see a field of wildflowers. 
The bottom portion of the dome has several different shades of green that serve as the backdrop to the flowers. You notice the darkest green pieces are the stems, and the petals add a vibrant addition to the scene. There are pinks and reds and a few purples and yellows. The sun shines in from the window and catches it perfectly. The different shades complement one another, and with the variety of blues at the center of the dome making up the sky, you see the dazzling scene all together. You realize you've been standing just inside the door, gawking up at that stunning piece. You turn at the sound of Ruth's voice. It's lovely, isn't it? Every few weeks I contemplate pricing it out, but I just can't bear the thought of not seeing it every morning. I'll tell you what. I have owned this shop for nearly 30 years, and that was the very first piece we hung after we remodeled the house into a shop. It has always been my favorite. You realize now that your guess was correct. It doesn't just look like an old house. It really is. The remodel inside removed many of the walls, opening the space up, while still leaving room-like spaces that contain different types of items. Like any good antique store, there are tables and shelves, nooks and crannies displaying all sorts of items to admire. You walk to another area of the store and continue your browsing. This room is more cluttered than the others, with shelves stacked side by side. There's a shelf with dozens and dozens of mugs, like the kind you might find at an old diner. You see one that says, Stoltzfus Country Quilt Shop, Ronks, PA. Coincidentally, there is a beautiful quilt in surprisingly good condition hanging on a ladder not far from the shelf of mugs. You know it's unlikely, but you imagine that lovely quilt coming from a country quilt shop in rural Pennsylvania, and it makes you smile. You're about to wander to the next space when something in the very back of the store catches your eye. You instantly set down the trinket you are fingering and walk to the back, completely enamored. You walk past several nooks and the old side rooms that are now opened up, noting to yourself that you can't leave before looking at each and every item, but you continue walking toward the back corner. You easily make your way to the back room and you walk right up to the piece of furniture that caught your eye. It's a stunning, ornate, magnificent grandfather clock. Instinctively, you reach your hand out to touch the design etched perfectly down the base of the clock. Now that you're right next to it, 
you hear the steady tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock as each second goes by. You're amazed that it still works and you wonder how old it could be. As you think about the many years this clock has counted second by second, you remember a verse from the book of Psalms. Psalm 71:18 says, So even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. As you stand and look at the grandfather clock, you admire the detail and the complexity. It's tall, more than seven feet, and you have to crane your neck to see the details at the top. The clock itself is eye level, and though the glass is slightly faded, it's still intact. Behind the glass, you see the clock ticking. It's framed by a design with only a small window shown above the numbers of the clock. It's a hand-painted scene, and all you can see now is a portion of the moon on a light blue sky. You notice as it ticks that the scene moves slightly. You think for a moment that you wish you could stand there for 24 straight hours to see the rest of the scene unfold. And you wonder again, how many people may have stood and admired this clock? How many years has this clock counted while God continued meeting and providing for his people? So even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. Next to the clock is a small sign offering you the information you were wondering about this magnificent clock. You read the information card and and learn that it was handmade in Glasgow, Scotland in the late 1700s. The note also shares that the man who made it was listed among the great watchmakers and clockmakers of the world a prestige you didn't know existed. You look back to the walnut clock with walnut veneers, cross-hatched design going down the base and neatly carved feet that hold it up a few inches off the ground. In the two and a half centuries since this clock was made, there could have been six or seven, even eight generations who cared for it. And you wonder, you imagine the clockmaker, and you think again of the psalm. So even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. You imagine God's kindness and goodness to the clockmaker. You imagine him to old age in gray hairs, 
proclaiming God's goodness to the next generation and as the grandfather clock looms large in the life of the generations that followed you imagine God's faithfulness in each of their lives as well just as you have seen his faithfulness in yours and you cry with the psalmist even to old age and gray hairs oh God do not forsake me until I have proclaimed your power to the next generation your might to all those to come you think about how special it is to pass on an heirloom from one generation to the next and you wonder how this majestic clock ended up here at all is it not a testament of God's great power sovereign over time and space steadily present in every hour every minute every second you smile at the old clock and continue your way around the store the next table is a basket full of records and you finger through them one or two are still in the plastic wrap but most of them are worn at the edges the cardboard corners folded down and rubbed bare from years of being looked over and being pulled out to play you see a rack of clothes and set aside from the stack is an old army jacket with pins and award patches on the sleeve it's stiff like it still has a little starch it's khaki with three buttons neatly placed down the center you reach forward to feel the buttons noticing that each one has three small crowns engraved another shelf holds dozens of candles each one a different size but all the same scent balsam and cedar you pick up one to smell it and the scent reminds you of Christmas next you see a vintage aluminum tidbit tray the kind with a handle in the middle one on which you might see pastries at a fancy brunch it's covered with little square pieces of soap each of which are individually wrapped the scents are unusual like pineapple cocoa butter or organic oatmeal you don't even need to pick these up you can smell them from where you stand next to the tray on the same table is an old knitting basket the kind that stands upright on its own but can easily fold closed it's tall enough for knitting needles and wide enough at the bottom for several spools of yarn you turn toward one shelf that is covered in transferware china the kind that is made from a pattern etched into a copper plate and then delicately pressed against the china to transfer the design the ones you see on this shelf are the traditional white china and all the designs in a solid deep blue 
and there is a greater variety than you've ever seen there are large dinner plates and smaller salad plates that match there is a gravy boat and a matching cream and sugar bowl set there are salt and pepper shakers and larger bowls and platters meant for serving the scenes of this set are a sequence each more lovely than the next you think of the detail that has gone into the design and you're astounded by the intricacies they represent and again you think of God and how intricately aware he is of your life you think of the generations that have witnessed God's goodness and you determine to proclaim his goodness to the next generation so even to old age and gray hairs O God do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation your power to all those to come before you leave you circle back once more to the old grandfather clock you ask God to remind you remind you of the prayer from the psalm every time you think of it so even to old age and gray hairs oh God do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation your power to all those to come like a grandfather clock that has been cherished for decades or hundreds of little items waiting to be purchased and to bring a new sense of value in a new place purpose is found for items like these with every new season of ownership and so it is with you new purpose can be found for you in every new season even when you feel overlooked or abandoned God has not forgotten you so even to old age and gray hairs oh God do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation your power to all those to come as your evening ticks by moment by moment and leads you to the new day remember the nearness of God in every part of your story Heavenly Father your presence is so dear to me thank you for the gift of your nearness and for your faithfulness to walk with me through every season I hope deeply that even in my old age and gray hairs I will cherish your nearness like the steadiness of a grandfather clock that is sustained through many seasons let my life reflect your steady faithfulness as well I give you thanks and honor and praise I love you Lord amen rest well tonight dreaming dreams of heaven and resting in God's nearness
Join me again as we explore this old antique store and marvel at the workmanship inside. May you be reminded of God's workmanship in your life as you relax further into sleep. This day has come to a close and it's time to rest. Set aside any worries or concerns that you are carrying from your day and take this opportunity to slow down as you prepare to sleep. Close your eyes and take a slow, deep breath. Let your body relax as you find a comfortable position. Express your gratitude to God for another day of life and another night of peaceful rest. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for being with me through another day. And thank you for the gift of sleep. Help me to see that even when things are hard or when I seem to have lost purpose, that you haven't given up. There is value yet to be found as you bring newness to my life. I ask you to bring me peace as I sleep. Help me to fully trust in you. Amen. So, even to old age and gray hairs, O oh God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. Imagine waking up early on a Saturday morning. As your eyes open unhurriedly, you take a slow, deep breath, breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. You point and flex your toes, enjoying the stretch before beginning your day. You feel rested and refreshed after a good night's rest. Instead of your usual list of chores and errands, you have the whole day to adventure, explore, and enjoy. And you know exactly where you want to go. For months, you've driven past an old antique store just outside of town, but you've never had the time to stop. You decide today is the day. So you grab your keys, and just before heading out the door, you turn back to grab some cash from the jar on the edge of the counter, just in case you find something you love. You drive to the antique store with your windows down, enjoying a breezy fall day. The morning sun is rising and bringing with it an autumn warmth that perfectly balances the coolness of the morning. As you pull in, you notice just a few cars in the small lot. The sun is bright in the sky and you feel the warmth on your skin as you walk toward the entrance. You climb the few small steps up the porch, hearing them creak below your feet. The store looks to be an old house that has been turned into a shop. 
and the wraparound porch is quaintly covered with little tables and shelves, offering a glimpse of the array of knickknacks you will likely find inside. You pause on the porch and take a moment to admire the different pieces of furniture displayed. There is a tall white wicker dresser near the door. You reach your hand out to touch the wicker, noticing a few places where the weaving is particularly worn. Even still, it's lovely. After perusing a few minutes, you head inside. A bell hangs right inside the door, and as you walk in, you hear its lively jingle. There's a small counter by the door on your left, and a white-haired woman sitting behind it greets you with a kind smile and says, Good morning. I'm glad you're here. My name is Ruth, if you have any questions. You thank her and begin to look around. The store smells just as you would imagine, like an old bookstore or your grandparents' basement. It's rustic and dusty in a sentimental, simplistic way. The wood paneling along the walls adds to the nostalgic feel of the space. The lighting is dimmer than most places you would normally shop, and you look up to notice half a dozen or so unique light fixtures hanging from the ceiling, offering light to the lovely little store. You smile as you look at the lights, delighted by the eclectic design of this little shop. As you pause for a moment, you take them in. You see that some are chandelier-like, beautiful and ornate, with gems that dangle, while others are more standard flush lights. You notice one particular light fixture mounted in the front room. It's larger than the others, and it has a beautiful stained glass dome. It's almost three feet in diameter, and the edges of the domes are bronze, with what looks like a gold streaming ribbon along the bottom. Right above the bronze begins the design of the lamp, which, as you look closer, you see a field of wildflowers. The bottom portion of the dome has several different shades of green that serve as the backdrop to the flowers. You notice the darkest green pieces are the stems, and the petals add a vibrant addition to the scene. There are pinks and reds and a few purples and yellows. The sun shines in from the window and catches it perfectly. The different shades complement one another, and with the variety of blues at the center of the dome making up the sky, you see the dazzling scene all together. You realize you've been standing just inside the door, gawking up at that stunning piece. You turn at the sound of Ruth's voice. It's lovely, isn't it? Every few weeks I contemplate pricing it out, 
but I just can't bear the thought of not seeing it every morning. I'll tell you what, I have owned this shop for nearly 30 years, and that was the very first piece we hung after we remodeled the house into a shop. It has always been my favorite. You realize now that your guess was correct. It doesn't just look like an old house. It really is. The remodel inside removed many of the walls, opening the space up, while still leaving room-like spaces that contain different types of items. Like any good antique store, there are tables and shelves, nooks and crannies displaying all sorts of items to admire. You walk to another area of the store and continue your browsing. This room is more cluttered than the others, with shelves stacked side by side. There's a shelf with dozens and dozens of mugs, like the kind you might find at an old diner. You see one that says, Stoltzfus Country Quilt Shop, Ronx, PA. Coincidentally, there is a beautiful quilt in surprisingly good condition hanging on a ladder not far from the shelf of mugs. You know it's unlikely, but you imagine that lovely quilt coming from a country quilt shop in rural Pennsylvania, and it makes you smile. You're about to wander to the next space when something in the very back of the store catches your eye you instantly set down the trinket you are fingering and walk to the back, completely enamored. You walk past several nooks and the old side rooms that are now opened up, noting to yourself that you can't leave before looking at each and every item, but you continue walking toward the back corner. You easily make your way to the back room and you walk right up to the piece of furniture that caught your eye. It's a stunning, ornate, magnificent grandfather clock. Instinctively, you reach your hand out to touch the design etched perfectly down the base of the clock. Now that you're right next to it, you hear the steady as each second goes by. You're amazed that it still works and you wonder how old it could be. As you think about the many years this clock has counted second by second, you remember a verse from the book of Psalms. Psalm 71:18 says, So even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. As you stand and look at the grandfather clock, you admire the detail and the complexity. It's tall, more than seven feet, and you have to crane your neck to see the details at the top. 
The clock itself is eye level, and though the glass is slightly faded, it's still intact. Behind the glass, you see the clock ticking. It's framed by a design, with only a small window shown above the numbers of the clock. It's a hand-painted scene, and all you can see now is a portion of the moon on a light blue sky. You notice as it ticks that the scene moves slightly. You think for a moment that you wish you could stand there for 24 straight hours to see the rest of the scene unfold. And you wonder again how many people may have stood and admired this clock. How many years has this clock counted while God continued meeting and providing for his people? So even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. Next to the clock is a small sign offering you the information you were wondering about this magnificent clock. You read the information card and, and learn that it was handmade in Glasgow, Scotland, in the late 1700s. The note also shares that the man who made it was listed among the great watchmakers and clockmakers of the world a prestige you didn't know existed. You look back to the walnut clock with walnut veneers, cross-hatched design going down the base and neatly carved feet that hold it up a few inches off the ground. In the two and a half centuries since this clock was made, there could have been six or seven, even eight generations who cared for it. And you wonder, you imagine the clockmaker, and you think again of the psalm. So even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. You imagine God's kindness and goodness. To the clockmaker. You imagine him to old age in gray hairs, proclaiming God's goodness to the next generation. And as the grandfather clock looms large in the life of the generations that followed, you imagine God's faithfulness in each of their lives as well, just as you have seen his faithfulness in yours. And you cry with the psalmist, even to old age and gray hairs. Oh God, do not forsake me until I have proclaimed your power to the next generation, your might to all those to come. You think about how special it is to pass on an heirloom from one generation to the next, and you wonder how this majestic clock ended up here at all. Is it not a testament of God's great power? Sovereign over time and space, 
steadily present in every hour, every minute, every second? You smile at the old clock and continue your way around the store. The next table is a basket full of records and you finger through them. One or two are still in the plastic wrap, but most of them are worn at the edges. The cardboard corners folded down and rubbed bare from years of being looked over and being pulled out to play. You see a rack of clothes and set aside from the stack is an old army jacket with pins and award patches on the sleeve. It's stiff, like it still has a little starch. It's khaki with three buttons neatly placed down the center. You reach forward to feel the buttons, noticing that each one has three small crowns engraved. Another shelf holds dozens of candles, each one a different size, but all the same scent, balsam and cedar. You pick up one to smell it, and the scent reminds you of Christmas. Next you see a vintage aluminum tidbit tray, the kind with a handle in the middle, one on which you might see pastries at a fancy brunch. It's covered with little square pieces of soap, each of which are individually wrapped. The scents are unusual, like pineapple, cocoa butter, or organic oatmeal. You don't even need to pick these up. You can smell them from where you stand. Next to the tray, on the same table, is an old knitting basket, the kind that stands upright on its own, but can easily fold closed. It's tall enough for knitting needles and wide enough at the bottom for several spools of yarn. You turn toward one shelf that is covered in transferware china, the kind that is made from a pattern etched into a copper plate and then delicately pressed against the china to transfer the design. The ones you see on this shelf are the traditional white china and all the designs in a solid, deep blue and there is a greater variety than you've ever seen. There are large dinner plates and smaller salad plates that match. There is a gravy boat and a matching cream and sugar bowl set. There are salt and pepper shakers and larger bowls and platters meant for serving. The scenes of this set are a sequence each more lovely than the next. You think of the detail that has gone into the design and you're astounded by the intricacies they represent. And again you think of God and how intricately aware He is of your life. You think of the generations that have witnessed God's goodness and you determine to proclaim His goodness to the next generation. So even to old age and gray hairs, O God, 
do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation your power to all those to come before you leave you circle back once more to the old grandfather clock you ask God to remind you remind you of the prayer from the psalm every time you think of it so even to old age and gray hairs oh God do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation your power to all those to come like a grandfather clock that has been cherished for decades or hundreds of little items waiting to be purchased and to bring a new sense of value in a new place purpose is found for items like these with every new season of ownership and so it is with you new purpose can be found for you in every new season even when you feel overlooked or abandoned God has not forgotten you so even to old age and gray hairs oh God do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation your power to all those to come as your evening ticks by moment by moment and leads you to the new day remember the nearness of God in every part of your story Heavenly Father your presence is so dear to me thank you for the gift of your nearness and for your faithfulness to walk with me through every season I hope deeply that even in my old age and gray hairs I will cherish your nearness like the steadiness of a grandfather clock that is sustained through many seasons let my life reflect your steady faithfulness as well I give you thanks and honor and praise I love you Lord amen rest well tonight dreaming dreams of heaven and resting in God's nearness